0: Click, click, boom. What's going on, faithful? Nothing but nine is back. Guys, we missed the show on Thursday. We apologize about that. And so right now, we're going to bring you guys a quick Q&A, maybe 15, 20, 30 minutes. We'll see how Nick is feeling over there because he's got some work to do. Uh, but we're going to bring you guys an open floor Q&A, all right? And what we're going to do here is this. I told you guys that we're going to make it up to you in a major way, all right? So I need you guys out there in the chat. To put your thinking caps on, okay? The person that comes up with the most creative or intriguing question for us during this segment is going to receive a free giveaway gift from us here at Nothing But Niners. Any and everybody's eligible, if you've won a prize already or whatever, what we're gonna do here, our chat is like family. We even have that come in here and pop in on a regular basis. We have, uh, there's another team that comes in here all the time. It's a Rams guy and a Damn, I can't remember. There's, a, there's, another, there's another team's guy that pops in here all the time. Anyway, the point is, we're family, guys. And so what we're going to do is this. We're going to have an honor system. You guys type in your questions. We're going to answer them as quickly and, and as honestly as possible. Football-related, not football-related. You guys, whoever has the best question, the most intriguing question after the show, we'll take a vote, and we're going to do a giveaway. All right? So if you guys don't have ways to contact us, let me just let you guys know right now. All right. We have Twitter and Snapchat. Those handles are nothing but nine. E.R.S. We have Facebook, Instagram and Twitch. You can send us messages on all those. That is nothing but Niners. And guys, we even have an email. It is nb nine. E.R.S. at nothing but niners.com. I am your guy. 49ers Mike underscore NFL. And to my left, is my guy, Nick. He is 49er faithful. Three, six, five. What's going on, baby? How you doing, man?
1: Chilling, man. Chilling. Uh, hot as heck out there today. Um, first day off in a while, so I just uh, kind of sucked it in. Got some odds and errands to do. Got to cut the grass still. Uh, waiting for the sun to go down for that, but just chilling, man. Just, uh, you know, stroke uh, like choo-choo training along, I guess you could say.
0: Yeah. You know, you, know, you got to keep chugging, bro. You got to keep chugging. You know what I'm saying? Always. Always. So- never, never give up. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, man. The grind the grind doesn't stop, man, no matter what's going on. You know, it, obstacles are a continuous part of life. Every age, every aspect, you know, from a kid to a grown-ass adult, even down to our last days, there's always an obstacle to overcome, man. You know what I'm saying? That's what life is. So, 100. Got to keep going, man. Stay encouraged, bro. Uh, also, guys, I want to let you all know to do us a favor. Hit that like button if you enjoy the show. Oh, I hit the wrong thing. Sorry. Hit that like button if you, if you guys enjoy the show. Subscribe. These bugs coming at me. I don't want Nick to laugh at me. Uh, Turn on your notifications. (laughs) Make sure you guys got
1: bugs attacking you. (laughs) I'm sorry.
0: They're coming at me. Now, you guys are going to notice that my man Nick is wearing that Manscaped shirt. I got the birth of the Dynasty. We are rocking uh, sponsors' apparel and our apparel. And guys, our apparel will be coming to you guys in less than a month. Uh, I have contacted YouTube, and I'm just going to go ahead and let you guys know right now you're going to be able to get your nothing but Niners apparel right here on the YouTube page. It is going to be something that we're going to have set up very, very soon. So I'm excited to be bringing that to you guys. People have been hitting us up. I believe John V is the one saying, yo, like what's up guys. Like, where can I get it? Where can I get it? We've been working on it. We've been trying to figure out how we can do it. And it looks like we're going to be able to get it to you right here on the nothing but not YouTube page. You don't have to go to a different site where you guys watch, where you guys can shop. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. Yes,
1: sir. Yes, sir. Right. Um, look, we got some questions rolling in here, man. I see, I see my guy Rolls Royce. He says, uh, let's see here. Wait, where did he go? Um, says he's just got his Niners Packers tickets. So pumped. Well, I'll be at that game also. Dave, you know, we gotta hook up. Dave is the one who stayed with me in New Orleans, um, at the house I had in, in, in New Orleans. So uh him and his his wife. So that was a good time. But uh can't wait to see you again, my friend. And then uh first question of the night, Mike, you ready? Yeah. If Jimmy G leads us to a Super Bowl, does he get a new contract with us?
0: Oh, 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 oh. all right. Niner Goat comes out swinging here, man. I like that. By the way, this uh, this screen name is homage to Joe Montana, Niner Goat 16, talking about yeah. our guy Joe Montana here. Uh, you want to go first or you want me to answer?
1: You answer first. I got to hear this
0: because I get the contract, bro. <laughs> There's no way Jimmy getting another contract. His days here are numbered, Super Bowl or not. Jimmy is not the future. He's going to ride out these two years in the contract. Everybody said it. Jed York has said, I don't mind if Jimmy stays another two years. He said it. They're not giving yep. him an extension. They're not restructuring him. Uh, well, if he wants to stay as a backup, maybe they'll restructure. But he's not getting an extension. He's not going to be the starting quarterback. Super Bowl or not, I don't think so.
1: If Jimmy leads us to a Super Bowl, he's definitely not getting a new contract with us. But it will make or break his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, how Jimmy plays will make or break his career, whether he's going to be a starting quarterback somewhere in the NFL or he's going to be a backup somewhere in the NFL. Um, but you don't you don't spend all that capital on a number three overall pick, draft a quarterback, and then give your quarterback a, another contract because he led you to a Super Bowl. So uh, no, I'm going to say no as well.
0: All right. Now I did see a question a little bit before that. I'm going to pop it up here, and then we're going to keep this thing moving here. Uh, sup, my guy, says, for the injuries. Now, I'm not sure if he's talking about injuries from last season, the season before, the season before, or if he's talking about what's happening this season during the um, off-season program. Uh, but I, I think I just got to chalk it up to either the air conditioning unit or the water that's out there in Santa Clara. Because
1: least <laughs> <This laughs> the taxes, bro.
0: San Jose, I, we can't we can't shake this shit, man. I don't I don't know what the blame is for the injuries. We've switched coaching staffs and and. Strength and conditioning stats. I don't. What do you think, Nick?
1: I'm not gonna say what I think. It's it's. I mean, all these soft tissue injuries. I mean, it's something. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because, you know, when the teams can tackle and play, they don't do that, so they're not going full speed. So they're pulling up, doing things. Um, I don't know if it's the way that these dietitians inside the stadium, you know, uh, inside the locker room are feeding these guys or what? I don't know. There's something going on. We replaced an entire strength and conditioning team, uh, what two years ago. Uh, and you know, we were blaming on the strength and conditioning team. Now we have a new strength and conditioning team and the players that are getting hurt are still the same players that were getting hurt. So, uh, you know, these soft tissue injuries, I'm not sure who it is blamed for the injury. And I'm going to go with this and I'm going to blame the player because I think they're not stretching enough. Maybe they're not eating right. Uh, they're not staying hydrated like they should because there's only so much you can do for a person. The rest is on that person. So I'm going to go with the players because this is not something that is new. We've changed strength and conditioning coaches. We've changed the entire team uh, of strength and conditioning, and we're still having the same issue. So I'm going to blame the players.
0: All right. I like it, man. I like it. Um, I think the next one here is from Manuel Martinez. Is that the next one you got? Yes. All right. Will Trey Sermon be our starting running back at some point this season? What do you think, Nick?
1: I think Trey Sermon is starting running back at the beginning of the season. And I think that's – and it's not any knock to Mar- Raheem Mostert, but I think it's to keep him healthy. I think that Trey Sermon is more of a bully – uh, guy i think he's gonna get the touches and start the game um and that's not a knock to, like i said i don't believe in starters it's just who the first guy is on the field that's not to say trey sermon gets the most snaps per game um i think it'll be pretty even between him and moser and it depends on the packages and the defenses so but yeah i do think he'll get a start at some point this season i think it's week one
0: i think i think starter is irrelevant I know that sounds silly, right? But we've seen games where Tevin Coleman was the starter, but he finished the game with five carries, five or six carries. Right. I, I'm going to go with lead back. I think that's really what the question is, and absolutely, I think that Trey Sermon will be the guy that gets the most carries. Raheem Mostert is a guy that you want to have ten or fifteen carries a game. That's it, because he's going to have three or four of them for ten plus yards. So it's still going to be really good numbers. You're going to get that, you know, seventy plus yards from Raheem Mostert every single game, you know, but um, Trey Sermon is a guy that does it all. He's the guy that that's the well balanced guy, the patience, the vision in the hole. Uh, you don't want to see Raheem Mostert being the guy under under uh, behind this behind the quarterback or next to the quarterback when it's third and one. That's not who you want to see back there. Trey Sermon is that guy. Trey yep. Sermon is also that guy that you can you know start in the I formation and spread him out wide. He he's kind of a do it all kind of running back. Uh, great vision, great balance, and footwork. He's going to be the lead back, yes, absolutely, and I think early, like Nick said, I think very early, he'll be that guy.
1: All right, next one up. Rolls Royce says, "What kind of deal do we give Fred Warner?"
0: Five years, ninety-two million dollars, and I will say six. How much guaranteed? Four guaranteed.
1: Five years, ninety-two million, sixty-four million guaranteed,
0: eighteen and some change a year. If I'm not
1: Wagner's what making 18 right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably about the range. Mm-hmm. I think uh, they might be able to get the yearly down a little bit by giving him more uh, upfront money, but we'll see. I think, I think I agree with you on that one, Mike. Um, yeah.
0: Let's see. Royce is next. Yep. And he says, if Debo gets hurt again this year, do we trade him in the offseason? I'll keep this one short and sweet. Wednesday, am going no.
1: Uh, yeah, I agree. I think the team loves Debo too much.
0: All right. uh, Darren White says, any chance John Lynch in the front office find a way to let Frank Gore retire with us other than a one-day contract? I like that caveat he put in at the end there, Nick. What do you think?
1: I don't think that's even a possibility to be honest with you, unless we go through some running backs this year and Frank's still on the open market. I don't think they're just going to go out and sign him due to the fact that he's Frank Gore. Um, you know, Kyle Shanahan and them are trying to win, and that's not any knock against um, Frank, Frank, but this, this running back room is loaded right now. You got guys that you drafted. You got a new guy that you drafted this year. Uh, you have Raheem Moser on his last contract. Jeff Wilson's still here on a, a year contract. Um, it's just loaded. The, the team is loaded. Now, if you get, let's say you drop two or three guys uh, due to injury and you're going with rookies, I may see Frank being brought in for that leadership-type role, uh, but that's the only way I see it is if you get, I would say, three injuries in the in the running back room at least.
0: Yeah, I'm inclined to agree with you, man. I think when it's time for Frank to hang it up, he will get that one day contract so he can retire as a Niner. But I don't think that he's back on this roster. Um, and I'll be my dark horse in the running back room, not that he's going to be the starter or anything like that. But I think Jamichael Hasty's a lot, a lot to make this roster. And so uh, we got some nice depth in here. We got some good pieces. And I, I like the direction of this team uh, in that room. I just don't see Frank Gore being the guy to come in there.
1: Jamichael Hasty and Trey Sermon is the future of this team, so it'll be it'll be fun and fun and interesting. Um, I lost where we were at, so let me find that real quick because there's so much other chat. All right, there we are. Uh, okay, so oh, did you, you just click one, right? All right. Would you rather go 17 and 0 and wait till next year to see Trey Lance, or go 11 and 6 but get to see Trey this year? That's okay.
0: God, I like this question. Hmm. I'll, I'll go first while you think about it. I'd rather yeah. go 15-0 because I want to win. That means we got the first seed, we got a great shot at making the Super Bowl again, and we still might see Trey Lance in the postseason. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to say that, you know, we, we, got, we, we said this over and over during the draft process, and this is when we thought it was Justin Fields, who I thought was more pro-ready than Trey Lance. Uh, you're not drafting a guy for day one or season one. You're drafting him for the future. So I'm gonna, I am gonna. have to stick to that. Uh, I put it out there way too many times to kind of change my tune now. Uh, I'm not going to rush Trey Lance or any rookie on the field for that matter. Uh, let them run the system, get comfortable in it, and then unveil them when the time is right.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know how I've been feeling with this, the whole thing. I'd rather Trey Lance sit behind any quarterback just to learn so he's not thrown to the wolves. Um, and I'm going with winning Over everything, because I don't root for single players. I root for the team. So, if we're seventeen and zero, like Mike said, you know, seventeen and zero, you got an undefeated season, and it means we're winning. I don't care who's behind under center. I don't care who's playing, as long as we continue to win. So, I'm going with the seventeen and zero, and wait till next year, and it may even be another year after that till we see Trey Lance.
0: And here's the other thing about the seventeen and zero: even if we don't win the Super Bowl or anything, we make history. We will be the first 17-0 team in NFL history. It's their first time having uh, 17 years. Seventeen games. You you, you immortalize yourself as, as much as possible. And then we want to be a part of history and experience for our team. So. Shout All out right, to so Hodge. Sure. This is my coaster while I'm outside smoking. You guys see my favorite player right there. B.Y. Bryant Young. You guys see him there. Shout out to Hodge. That's
1: my guy. Mine are over there with the bottles. My bottles are actually sitting on them.
0: Yeah. They're-
1: the bottles of uh, the 49ers Super Bowl, the gold bar, and the uh, champagne. we are mm-hmm. sitting on the coasters. So um, all right, let's see here. Charles Hayes, the second Charles says second if they, up next year. Did you hear me or can you hear me or no?
0: I can't. Oh, there you go. Uh, there you go. All
1: right. I was gonna say I started. I hear you it. Now. All right. Um, if Trey Lance led us to a Super Bowl and won it but not just along for the ride. Would that already put him in a Mahomes category?
0: Oh, I'm gonna sound like a hater with my answer. All right. I'm fucking, I'll say it. Uh, the Mahomes category is very, very different for certain people. There are people who think that, um, how do I say this the right way? There, there are people with respected, opinions that say mahomes under pressure is not mahomes and then there are people who think mahomes is the best thing they've ever seen in their life There are two different ends of that spectrum so i don't really know how to answer that i'm not trying to scapegoat you i do think though it will bring a lot of hype to trey lance as much hype as what there is around patrick mahomes so yes i i guess the answer is yes i, I talked my way through it, i'm going to say yes
1: yeah, I mean I don't I think I think what it does is it puts You got to remember, it's excitement for the NFL. So it's excitement for the NFL Network, it's excitement for the NFL in general because these young talented quarterbacks make the NFL money. Mm-hmm. So they're going to hype up guys and they're going to hype up the team and if Trey Lance is playing well and goes to a Super Bowl, us as 49ers fans get to win in two ways. One, we win a Super Bowl. Two, it'll be nonstop talk about the 49ers. So you get to you get to hear it both ways. So yes, I'm gonna go with yes, because Mahomes is a guy that sells tickets. Because Brady's on his way out, Mahomes is the next guy now um, that he's going to pick up that things. If Trey Lance comes and wins a Super Bowl in his rookie year, that's even more talk. And it, it's already started talk about Mahomes talk.
0: Yeah, you know what's funny, man? You said Brady's on his way out, Nick. This is a sidebar question, and I'm not trying to win our little competition here. Uh, but do you think that there's only a certain amount of room for elite quarterback discussions at a time? Because Justin Herbert had a really good year. Uh, Joe Burrow had a really good year before he was injured. And those guys, are they're getting some respect, but they're not talked about the way that some of these other shining rookies like a Patrick Mahomes well, even though it's second year, but you know what I mean? Like they weren't like thrust to that, that higher tier of praise, like how these other guys were. And with Brady on his way out, like you said, Mahomes is going to replace him. Do you think that there's like, there's a, a reservation because not only is Brady on his way out Breeze is on his way out. So there's mm-hmm. two, teams opening up at the top or two, two spots opening up at the top tiers. I don't think that like, do you think the NFL fans can only say there are four or five elite guys and everybody else is good or worse?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think they kind of keep it to top five guys. Um, mm. I do kind of think that the NFL itself does that. Um, and you got to remember, you're losing three. I, Phillip Rivers is done too, right? So Phillip Rivers, yeah. Drew Brees, and Tom Brady. And, you know, not that Tom Brady's done playing, but he's definitely on, on the verge of that doorstep. Um, yeah. So they're trying to build up the hype of these younger players because, like I said, <clears throat> those guys are what make the NFL money. So – I do, uh, I do think you're right on that, that there's only a certain amount of people that they hype up. Because, you know, you heard him talking about, you know, that's not even counting. Josh Allen had a hell of a year. And, oh, yeah. you know, and before that, it was like, oh, he's a bust. Oh, he's this. And then he comes out and he plays. And that kind of leads me to my next question.
0: Uh-huh. Do you
1: think Jimmy could play to a higher ceiling than we thought possible? Josh Allen built himself up, and changed the whole outlook on how he's plays, right? Jimmy Garoppolo, if you look at him, throws an interception, plays lights out after usually. Jimmy Garoppolo has a chip on his shoulder this year. And I do think that there is a ceiling that we, has not been touched. And I don't think it's purposely. I think it's just Jimmy didn't have the drive anymore because he was a rookie behind Tom Brady. Never really got that that opportunity in New England. Comes to San Francisco.
0: And we just gave him the keys.
1: He we we give him the keys on a, a on a light, light playbook. And he's like, okay, why well, I won this job. I just got paid, blah, blah, blah. I'm just gonna leave the team and it, whatever happens, happens. Now he has a reason to play because not only is he playing for you know, yes, he got paid, but now he has to prove that he earned that contract because Jed York's still gonna pay him the full amount of money which he said, but now he has two reasons. One, you have to earn what you're here for because if you don't, you're going to be on the streets, mm-hmm. right? Nobody, You're not going to be a starting quarterback. And two, the, the, Jimmy's driving his own vehicle right now. And, and I know it's a, a weird thing to say, but if Jimmy gets hurt, his career's over. He's going to be a backup guy for years to come, mm-hmm. right? If he goes out there and balls... You heard him in his presser. I'm going to do whatever it takes to ruin the 49ers plans. Wait,
0: That's, he said that? Oh, he did. I swear to God, I didn't watch his press. He's the only one I didn't watch, believe it or not. He
1: said it. He said, because it was about a question about him with the trade and all that. He's like, look, I'm here to do – even Grant Cohn, when I watched him, Grant Cohn even said, "We this was the best interview that we've ever heard from Jimmy Garoppolo because, because he wasn't that – yes. Yes.
0: He's, he's, so, actually spoke. I, I, he's so robotic and programmed. Like, you can answer the question that, you know, before he even says it, you know what he's going to It's always PC and the perfect thing to say and the right thing to say. So that's the only reason I did. He's the only one I didn't watch. And this yep. is the second comment I've heard along those lines. I was like, oh, shit. So he now said, he said in
1: there, uh, I, I believe Chris Biederman or Cam Inman asked him the question about it, you know, hey, you know, we've talked to John and M, and they said you were a little pissed off about you know, everything going on. And he's like, you know, basically, yeah, who wouldn't be pissed off, you know, but, you know, I have the opportunity here to be a starter. It's on me. And I'm here to ruin the 49ers plans.
0: Let's go, Jimmy.
1: I'm telling you, like, this this is driving him. Like, I'm telling you, I think we see a whole different version of Jimmy Garoppolo this year.
0: That's my quarterback, baby. Let's go.
1: So that'll be fun. So, yes, I do think Jimmy could possibly – uh, well, I think he could have a higher ceiling this year than we thought was possible. Because, look, when somebody puts their foot in your ass, you move. One Jimmy didn't it. have a foot in his ass before. Get it off. Yeah. So, look, it's just like Steve Young. I finally got that monkey off my back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I like
1: it. I think Jimmy plays lights out this year.
0: Uh, Robbie, I'm going to answer quickly. I'm going to say yes also um, because I don't think Jimmy has a good deep ball. I think Jimmy uh, stinks with the the checkdowns to running backs. He's always overthrowing them or almost out of reach or whatever. Uh, And they had to do a lot of um, hidden yardage in his passing game, you know, with the sweeps and stuff like that. Uh, I think that Jimmy does change all that because right now I have his ceiling pretty well. I'll be completely honest with you. Um, I know we sat here and we did the uh, schedule breakdown, all that. We found all these wins, all these wins, all these wins. I went back and watched Jimmy afterwards and I was like, guys, I think we fucked up on that. But I do think Trey Lance can light a fire under him. And if we're already seeing it at a press conference, you can imagine what it's going to bring out on the field. And I know I've said this over and over. I keep making the comparison, but Alex Smith and Patrick Mahomes. Alex Smith had his best career as a professional, all of his career, as a professional, when Patrick Mahomes was behind him in KC. And it's not because Alex Smith was a different person. He had to try to hold that young man off. And I think that we see the same thing from Jimmy Garoppolo this year. So my answer in short is yes. All right.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Andy Terry is the next one here. If Jimmy balls out all season, does Trey Lance ride the bench? This is kind of like that 17 and 0 question, but, you know, this gives, this is a little different. It's a little different. Uh, I'm going to go first here. I'm going to say not necessarily. I think Jimmy can ball and Trey Lance still be showing more in practice and Kyle can make the switch. I think it'll be questioned by the media especially if he makes that switch and we happen to lose um but i think that i think that jimmy can ball and lance can still look better and i think at the moment kyle thinks lance is ready if it happens this year i think lance gets in that's honestly what i think
1: yeah i mean i'm kind of with you on that i just don't know if 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 the team is winning and Jimmy's balling out. I think you may see Trey in some packages of some sort here and there. But I do think that he stays on the bench because I think I think Kyle – look, we've seen it with Kyle and Tevin Coleman, right? Raheem Moser was outperforming Tevin Coleman. And Tevin Coleman would still start and still get snaps when Raheem Moser should have been getting him. So I don't know if it's – and I don't know if, if – if, how can I say this? I don't know what the relationship is like between Kyle Shanahan and Jimmy Garoppolo now, um, but Kyle Shanahan has kind of put him on blast, and Jimmy Garoppolo is, knows it and is kind of out there. Um, yeah, but
0: you just said Jimmy clapping back at the presser, so that's Kyle- what I'm
1: saying. That's what I'm saying. So I don't know. I don't know what that that relationship's like. So I don't know. I mean, Kyle may be like, okay, look, if you you make a couple mistakes or here and there, and let's say Jimmy loses us a game. To where we should have won? Possibly. Possibly. So I, I'll see. We'll see.
0: Um, I got it. There you go. Oh, all right. I've seen this on Twitter. I was hoping that we didn't get asked this one. A voodoo lady tells you the 49ers will win the Super Bowl this year, but you cannot watch any games this year. Would you do it for the fan base?
1: I don't know. I love New Orleans and all, but I don't believe in voodoo. So I'm watching every single game because I am a fan too. And I should not have to suffer if the team is going to win a Super Bowl. I should not have to suffer for other people's pleasure. So I want to watch my team. I'm playing the game. I'm watching the
0: game. You know, this is the reason I didn't want to answer this question is because I don't have a definitive answer. I'm going to try to give one. Uh, And I'm going to, See, he didn't say, like, can I can I rewatch the game, like, as soon as it's over? Like, if I join you guys with the overreaction shows, and you guys are filling me in, and we're winning, and we're winning, and we're, like, am I, am I excited? You know what I mean? Like, can I, like, you know what I mean? Can I watch them as soon as it's over? If that's the case, I just can't watch them live? I, I think I would do well, it. I
1: mean, technically, you don't watch them live anyway, because you stream. So, it's the same shit.
0: <laughs> and then I have to it tops. Come on, man. Don't be here. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to lie, man. I, I think I would do it, bro. I think I would do it. If, if it means we're guaranteed to win a Super Bowl, I think I would do it, man. I'm I not. Re- I'm
1: not. I can't do I, it.
0: You know why this is a funny question is because back in, like, 2010, I think that's when we switched to Mike Sanctuary, Um, I had this thing, like, if I didn't watch a game, we would win. If I watched it, we lost every time. And so I was, like, doing this. I was battling with myself, like, I want to watch then I would stop watching and I you know like how direct TV they had like the score things, the score updates on direct TV and it would show oh the Niners scored. And I'm like, oh see, we're coming back, it's working. And then I turned to it and they like, they're like sucking. So like it was just back and forth, back and forth, and I'm like, damn it, man. But so I've I've been in this situation before, but I think if it guaranteed a Super Bowl win, I wouldn't watch them live. I wouldn't watch them live.
1: I can't, because then I can't even say that I can enjoy that Super Bowl win. Right. Because I didn't watch them all year. That's a fair weather fan type thing. I can't watch the Super Bowl either. Right. You can't watch any game live. I, I can't do it. I can't do it. I don't care. Like, I can't.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. Have you ever listened to a football game live on the air? That's shit's just, just as exciting, bro. That shit is just as exciting.
1: It, I like the Spanish. <laughs> when they tell yell touchdowns, I don't understand what the hell they're saying because I don't speak Spanish, but they get me hyped. They get me hyped. So I like seeing plays. I like – I mean, I, I don't mind listening to on a radio, but I like seeing players. And, and I watched the whole field, so I'm not just watching the play at hand. So I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't do it. can't do it.
0: Ooh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry Faithful. If, if Monster can't stay healthy, do we trade him for – I think he means Mostert. Right? Mostert, yeah. If Mostert can't stay healthy – do we trade him? for? I don't think anyone's going to take him if he's still injured, although he has built up some some league value. I can tell you now I know a lot of you. You're in the area. I know a lot of Philly fans. that I can't believe we cut that guy. Look at what he's doing for you guys. I can't believe we know a lot of Philly fans that said that. So I do think he has some trade value. But trading for a running back, you're going to get a sixth or a seventh like the running backs. The value of the position itself is just down. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to say no.
1: I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna agree. And especially if he's healthy and his health history, I think it's too hard to, to drop him and pick him up from somewhere. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. Duncan asks, oh, "Do you? Shit. Th- I hit the button by mistake. That's my fault.
0: I got you." Uh, Tim Duncan says, "Do you think Hufunga plays linebacker?"
1: I may. Use, I I think you may see him in some packages. Uh, coverage packages and things like that because he is a good cover safety. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's possible ways of getting him on the field as well as uh, Tart. But I do think that, um, I don't know. I think it's going to be a battle out between Hafunga and Tart, though. That's for
0: sure. I think that you might see him in certain uh, nickel or dime packages where we're, a lot of DBs are on the field. Um, but that's the only, that's the only. That's the only thing, only way I think he plays. All right. Um, I feel like we're really behind. Like I don't know what time it is versus where I don't, that's the one thing I can't see on the phone. I can't see the time of these 30 questions. minutes. No, I mean, I can see how long we've been on. I can't see what time these questions were written. So I don't know if this question is from six twenty or if this question is from five fifty nine. you know what I mean? So I don't know. Yeah. Um, 603. Oh wow. So we're really far behind. Uh, Mark, says if Lance impresses in the preseason how short is Jimmy's leash
1: um i think the leash stays the same shortness to be honest with you i think that the the 49ers are paying Jimmy Garoppolo they're set on him starting um and i think they are set on not ruining Trey Lance's development so i think this i think the leash stays the same that's my personal opinion
0: I'm going to, I, I think I'm going to disagree with you. I think uh, my answer is that when he's ready, they'll put him in. I don't think, uh, I don't think it's, I, I mean, I said that, I kind of said that already, like whenever he's ready, they're going to put him in. Um, it's just weird, like this whole, the, the preseason, Kyle has already said that he's picking up more of the playbook than he thought he's already impressed with him. We've heard other I think it was Kittle that said he's like the most impressive rookie quarterback I've ever been around, but he also hasn't ever been around other rookie quarterbacks other than CJ Beathard. So it was kind of a weird statement to say anyway. Um, so I don't, I don't really know. I don't really know if preseason is what g- it's going to be the determining factor. He can go out there and shine in preseason, but if he's not ready or not in the playbook, they're not going to put him in there. So that's, I, I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay. I think I'm disagreeing with you. I'm not sure. I'm just so used to disagreeing with you all the time that it, it feels like the natural thing to say. <laughs> yeah. Um. Of the last two Super Bowl, this is Tom. Sorry, uh, the, Tom says of the last two Super Bowl losses, which one hurt the most?
1: I don't think any one hurt worse. I think they both hurt. I, uh, which one hurt worse? Oh. I'm gonna. I'm gonna probably go with the Chiefs one. I'm probably going to go with the Chiefs one and only because we were in that game for so long where the Baltimore game, we were getting destroyed until the lights went out.
0: And then we even then we never had a lead. Right. We never up.
1: So I'm going to go with the, the one where we gave up the lead yeah, uh, with the Chiefs, where there's, you know, 11 minutes left and we're almost Super Bowl champs and we just completely fell apart. Yeah. So that one hurt the most.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree Baltimore hurt, too. Yeah, they both hurt, but I'm, I'm going to agree with you. The one that we were freaking winning in hurt because we never had a lead in the other one. Uh, we were you know, we were lucky to even come back in that one. I think lucky, um, although we could have won it. Momentum is a real... Am I here? Yeah. Okay. Momentum is a real thing, uh, but, you know, yeah. I can't see the comments anymore, so it's all on you. All right, let me find where you're at. It threw me down to the bottom, actually, so... If we miss any questions, guys, I'm really, really sorry about that.
1: All right. Callie dude says, uh, Mike and Nick, who are both your guys' sleeper player, a player flying under the radar who could possibly make an impact?
0: Yeah, I gave mine early. I'm going to go with Jermichael Hasty again. Um, I think the running back position is going to be more valuable than most wide receiver positions this season, especially uh, with the way that they're building that offensive line. I think that tells me that the Niners plan on being the number one rushing team in the league. Uh, now, maybe I'll say number two because Baltimore does their packages with running backs and the quarterback. So it's going to be really hard to beat them in a rushing title. Uh, but as far as like the running backs, I think well our running backs will have the most yards on the ground this year.
1: Yeah, I'm going to I'm, gonna, I'm <clears throat> you're, you're going to stick with the running back position and I'm going to go with a guy named Jawan Jennings. I think he could be a really big impact this year if he could stay healthy. Um, I think you can get that Kendrick Bourne production out of him uh, as that number three. And I'm really interested to see who that number three is. Richie James has been here for a while. He probably has the heads up uh, over everybody else, uh, you know, with Jawan Jennings being hurt and then, uh, you know, rookies that we got coming in as well. Um, But I'm going to go with Jawan Jennings. So. Uh, let's see.
0: Watch your time, bro. I know you got to go to work. I don't want you to.
1: Yeah. If, if Trey Lance outperforms Jimmy in preseason, is that enough reason to start him week one? We've already answered this. I don't think so.
0: No, it's, it's about grasping the playbook in the offense completely. Not a, not just looked better, into, which is also why I don't think they do packages with him. I think certain packages just creates more tension in the fan base and, in the locker room and all that, I just don't. I don't see it happening.
1: So. All right, next one up. OYG Sakona says, "Do y'all believe we can take it to the Super Bowl and win it? Knowing because we may not have everyone back next season. So if we were to really, really, really push it, y'all think we could do it?
0: I I, I lay down money on the Niners from the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, as soon as we drafted Trey Lance, I open up my betting app uh, and I I put money on the Niners winning this year. So I absolutely do. Um, And Jimmy, I'll be honest with you, Jimmy gives me more confidence. Knowing that someone's pushing him, it gives me more confidence. We were there with Jimmy. Why can't we do it again? I think we got better receivers coming back. I think we got better running backs, a better complementary group of running backs. I think we have a better offensive line this year. The only thing that I think is going to be a little bit different, and just a little, maybe, is the corner position. I'm not sure what's going to happen opposite of Verrett right now. But if Ambry Thomas is who we think he is, this team has improved everywhere. This yep. team has improved everywhere from the Super Bowl year. Uh, you got Bosa coming back. He's going to be healthy. We did it in the Super Bowl year with only, what, five games of, of d Ford. So the, the the pass rush is better as far as I'm concerned. Because Bosa's yeah. coming back. You got uh, Sosa. You know what I'm saying? You got a lot of depth in the deep line I think the team is actually better than what it was during the Super Bowl. run. That's
1: That's another sleeper player for me. And it's Arden Key. I think he has a huge impact on this team this year.
0: Ooh, huge good, impact. Good pick, Nick. I like yeah. that, bro.
1: That's I you. Like I think Let he him. has a huge impact this year.
0: Who can come in when his number's call? I like that. I like it a lot. Oh, really, yeah. really sick right there, bro. Um,
1: to answer your question, I think this team is in the best position with Jimmy Garoppolo starting that they're they've ever been in to win a Super Bowl. And it's just health for the entire team. That's holding this team back. So,
0: And the team went out and got some uh, safety for that. Like, all right, we lose Jimmy. We start the electric dynamic quarterback. Yep. We we got Sermon. We got Mitchell. You know what I'm saying? So the only position that they didn't go out and draft anybody for in case one of the starters go down is wide receiver. But I think they're also banking on guys like Jawan Jennings, maybe a Jalen Hurd, maybe a, a Travis Benjamin. You know what I mean, or a bigger role for Richie I think that something like that can happen. So yes,
1: uh, uh, Emsley three eight two most overrated player. I know who yours is.
0: No, because this is your this is this question is asking us to hate on somebody.
1: It is, it's, but I mean, it doesn't mean that they can't be good. I don't or, like answering over overrated players or underrated players. Um, because it does kind of put it on a player but I'm gonna a lot goes into it uh, overrated players and and a lot goes into it as how much money are they being paid what are they actually contributing to the team do they stay healthy all the time so to me there's a lot that's involved in a, in a most overrated player um mike i'm i, I want i know I think I know who you're gonna say
0: you have no idea. I don't know who I'm going to say yet.
1: Oh, okay. Um, most overrated
0: player. Actually, I, I do know who I'm going to say. I know who I'm going to say. You want me to go first? Yeah. Who are you going to go? It's Emmanuel Mosley. It, it's Emmanuel Mosley, and and it's it's. And we've
1: had E-Man on the show.
0: I and I and I love the kid. Let's let's be clear here. All I love all of our players. I love all of our. I know people think I hate on George Kittle. I love George Kittle that please make no mistake about that. But overrated means that people have a, a version of him in their heads that I just don't think that he lives up to. That's what overrated means. And so I have Emmanuel Mosley because he had some of the worst corner play that this team has seen since I, I, I don't even know since when, and people just turn a blind eye to it. They make excuses for it or, you know, Oh, it was Bernard Hopkins, or it was this team. It was that team, you know, 15 receptions in one game 12 receptions in another game like you know what I'm you know, you know what I'm saying and we continue to make excuses for him and those excuses are what make me say that people have him overrated if they acknowledge that hey he just had a bad game or whatever that's different but it's always an excuse as the why and that's why I think he's overrated so that's that's my answer
1: that's a good one
0: um you thought I was gonna say Kittle didn't you I did no out there, he's he's fucking. He, Kittle is the best all-around player on the team. It's
1: yeah, not. A, it's he not is. A, he is. I agree. Um Most overrated player.
0: While you're thinking, try to ignore me. I'm just. I'm just going to talk to buy you some time. Um Try to ignore mm. me. I'm going to go with uh, the, the. I'm just going to defend my Kittle stance. Why people think I hate on him. I think that he plays too physical of a brand. I think he's overpaid. I don't think that we had to reset the, the tight end market the way that we did. Uh, the highest paid guy at the time was, what, 11 million, if I'm not mistaken? It was Hooper. And we went up to 15 million for a tight end. Uh, I didn't think that we needed to go that high. We could have him 12, 13, 14. We went up to 15 and some change. And I also don't think that he's ever going to play a full season again. I don't think it's going to happen. And it's not. A knock on him, he's just that damn physical. He's that aggressive that is his his style of play isn't conducive to a long sustained um season. That's all. So it's not it's not hate, it's just me trying to be realistic about what I expect from him. If you give me 12 to 12 to 14 games out of George Kittle a year, I am happy with it. I am very happy with it. And in those 12 to 14 games, he might get you close, he will get you close to a thousand yards every year. I said that I don't think he'll ever finish a season complete from start to finish and I said I don't think he'll ever be a thousand yard receiver again and that's why people think I hate on him but it's not that I hate on him I just don't see him lasting. that's all hopefully I bought you enough time because I'm running out of shit
1: yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the most overrated player and I think that we've talked about this before but I'm gonna go with Raheem Mostert I think Raheem is probably the most overrated player in the backfield and I think it's a lot of it has to do with his speed, at, that helps him be successful. Um, but a lot of it also has to do with coaching and designs, and the guys up front blocking. Raheem's not a guy that's gonna miss, make you, you know, he's not gonna break tackles. If he, if the hole's not there, he's gonna get caught. He's brought down easily. If he gets that one hole, it's his speed oh, that yeah, evolves yeah, yeah. him. So I'll probably go Raheem Mostert, and I love Hook Mostert. But and I he, think that,
0: you want most of on this team too. Yeah, like, yeah, Like no speaks about what we're saying, people. We're not right. hating guys, Yeah,
1: no, I'm not hating. I just think that he he, you know, he's overrated as in he's not as good as he is, I guess you could say.
0: Like, well, you can, we can want one another team and just put him in there and he get the same. Right. Thing.
1: I mean, there's a reason that he's been on six other teams. Like he is a benef- he benefits from the system and the his play how he plays. Um, you put him in another system and who knows?
0: This, that goes to my tweet, and we talked about it on the show a couple of times where I said Raheem Mostert is the best running back we've seen in this system.
1: Right, in this system.
0: I, and I specify that, and that's what people were killing me. Oh, you're crazy. You forgot Arian Foster played. No, 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 no. I, I didn't forget any of that. You forgot about Alfred Moore. I didn't forget about any of that. I'm saying the combination of skills and this system, yeah, Mostert is what you want. You hit the hole, and he's gone. No one catches him from out. So.
1: All right, we'll do a couple more here. Player signing you guys loved plus hated the most during this regime.
0: Uh, you want me to go first?
1: Yeah, so we have to give one that we loved and one that we hated? Yeah. Okay.
0: It's, it's weird. Uh, I hated the juice signing, and it wasn't because of what he brought to the table. It was because of the salary. We paid him, like, a top five running back. And that's not what he is. He's a fullback. Again, I talked about how I didn't like the Kittle contract because of how much we reset the market. We're never going to see. It'll take another 20 years before a fullback makes as much money as what Kyle Juszczyk is making. Yeah. That's why I hated the contract, not the player. Uh, So that's my hated. I don't know if you want to go next, and then I'll give a loved one after that.
1: Yeah. uh, My most hated, does it have to be a player that we signed? Or can it be a player we drafted to?
0: Well, you signed a drafted guy, so that's that yeah, so
1: true. All right, so... Um, you're
0: going to go with Joe Williams?
1: I, I was thinking Joe Williams. You're, you're 100% right that I was thinking Joe Williams. Um, but I'm going to go with C.J. Beathard. Because I think that was a wasted pick where it was. To traded it up. Right. What we lost to get him... And then he was a bench guy and couldn't even win you a game anyway. So I'm going to go with that's probably the one I hated the most was C.J. Beathard.
0: That's a good answer. That's a good answer. Um, my favorite player that we signed during this regime, uh, including draft and trades and free agent acquisition, somebody I got the most hype about. You know, I'm. this is this is kind of tongue in cheek because we haven't seen it yet. I think I'm going to have to go with uh, Mack. I think I'm going to have to go with the center because of what the value is of that position to that offensive line. Our offensive line was our biggest flaw last season. And believe it or not, I think Matt changes all of that. Now, I don't know. He could come in here and it could have been two years too late. So I don't know. But as of right now, I'm going to say Matt because of what I think he can still bring to the team. The cohesion, the communication. uh, I'm I'm going to go with Matt. And I have a close second, but I'm going to go with Matt.
1: I'm going to go with a guy that's not even on this team anymore. But I loved this kid. And I'm going to go with Ruben Foster. I'm going to yeah. go with Ruben Foster. I think that, you know, we were ballsy. We took the chance. The kid had a hell of a lot of talent. If he could have stayed good on the field and or off the field, yeah. then we would have struck gold. And I loved the the ballsiness that the front office did. What they did to move back in the first round—they took a player they weren't usually, you know, trying to take, but they were aggressive. And it was a player that was a top-notch guy who had some issues, which is okay—you you can play football. But then the ballsiness from the front office made me love it even more because I loved Ruben Foster. Um, so I—that's probably the best signing. Uh, The one I love the most.
0: That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a really good one.
1: Let's Let's do this last one right here. This is probably actually a really good one. Max says, not including Jimmy Garoppolo, which starter is most likely to lose his spot this year?
0: I don't count running backs as starters, so yeah. I can't be there. Uh I think our wide receivers are going to stay starters with um, Ayuk and Devo, so I not yet, baby. Um, close the door, baby. Uh, you have to close the door. Um, you're going to let a be in. Cl- <laughs> door. Um, I don't know. Uh, start. I, mine's easy.
1: Mine's easy. It's, it's tart by far. It's tart.
0: He's not losing that job, bro.
1: I, 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 that's probably for me. He's the most. Tart. I mean, it's either gonna be tart or Mosley. Those two right there. Emmanuel Mosley.
0: Mosley's not a starter. He wasn't starting at the end of the season. He was healthy. It was it was Johnson and uh and Spoon. He right. wasn't even- I don't
1: know. I think Mosley is your starting left corner right now.
0: I still don't believe that either. That's why I can't that's why I didn't say him. Um that's a good answer. This is a tough question. Damn it. Um oh, I know we gotta get ready to get out of here and we gotta find a winner, too. Not including Jimmy. Which starter is most likely to lose a spot? Damn it, Mac.
1: Man, this is a good question, too. we got to do one more after this.
0: I think the offensive line is going to be set. I think Banks is that spot. I don't even know who would technically be considered our starting right guard before Banks because it was a rotational thing there. Um, our center, we already know who that's going to be. Did that count? Who was our center? And left? We, that was a rotation also, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, well, we had Brunskill and Garland at first.
0: Uh the defense ward ain't going anywhere. I don't think Tart's going anywhere. I don't think Barrett's going anywhere. The other corner position I think is up for grabs. Safety. All right, linebackers. Okay. Okay. Aziz. That's a good one. I think Aziz. I think Aziz has some competition over there. No. But I think Aziz has some competition. All right.
1: I gotta do this one last one, then I gotta get out of here though. I gotta say what's up to my our dude right here, Jonathan Rosa, because I haven't talked to him in forever. My, my dude. Jonathan, what's good, baby? Um, But this is the last one. Promise. Did last year's injury season humble some of our guys and bring back that us-against-the-world mentality we had in 2019?
0: You You want me to go first?
1: I'll go first. I mean, absolutely. 100%. Absolutely it did. And the reason I say it is because you already hear people saying, this is a different team when healthy. We would have been in the playoffs last year if we were healthy. And they know what they can do. Now, is that always a good thing? No, because your head could be too big. There is such a thing as having too big of a head. And I'm not saying because it doesn't fit any hats. I'm saying because you like you walk like you're you know, your strut and everything else. I'm not going to say it because I don't want to get banned or blocked, but – Yes, absolutely. I think that when look people go like this, you're here, you go like this, usually the comeback is a lot higher than it was before you took the dip. So I think that the the Niners can finish better than what they did in 2019.
0: I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I don't think that the season humbled these guys because even during 2019, we had a ton of injuries, but guys overcame it. And I think it was because of the confidence they had in Jimmy and Kyle. Not one or the other. I think it was a combination of the two. They had Jimmy. They felt confident. Uh, and when Jimmy went down last year, I think the team lost a lot of confidence. You can see it. Uh, even when Jimmy was in there, they knew that it wasn't quite the same. He was playing through injuries and all that stuff. But the reason I'm going to say no is because I also think no fans in the stands played a large part in the 49ers. Players' mentalities. I think I learned that those guys are warriors. You ever watch this? There's this show called Spartacus: Blood and Sands. You ever see that show? It was uh, like on so. Showtime or HBO or, or okay. Matt. I think it might be Matt. Um, but it's about it's about Spartacus. It's it's a uh, it's uh, it was about like gladiators and warriors, right? In ancient yeah. Greek Rome and all that shit. And uh, you hear those gladiators throughout the whole. There was three seasons of it, and the first two were really when they were fighting the last one was when they were like free and trying to like overthrow the government but the first two seasons there were people who couldn't wait to get out there and fight and the gladiators fought to the death and all they talked about was the roar of the crowd the roar of the crowd like that's what drove those people you know they would get a kill they would win and people were booing them and they're like what the hell like what what's going on you know what i mean like we're winning but there's no applause there's no cheer i honestly think that's the mentality of this 49 er team I don't think it was necessarily the injuries. Football is football, right? They say it's the only sport where there's a hundred percent injury uh, risk, 100% play. Nobody is healthy all year long, but they battle through those injuries. What's going to help me battle through those injuries is knowing that fans are in the stands and they're cheering me on. When we lost that, I think people lost their desire to go out there and give it a little extra umph. Some teams didn't need it. Some teams thrived on it. Like, Oh, we'll, we'll go out here and it's like practice and we shine in practice. And so, I think that's what, more of what it was. I don't think it had anything to do with the English, So I'm going to say no. Now, have, right. no.
1: What do you think was the best uh, intriguing question, I guess you could say?
0: Off the is, point hmm. my head, there was that one uh, about the most overrated player because that made us have to like dig at somebody. Um, what was another one?
1: Um, I like the seventeen zero eleven and a six question.
0: I like that one too.
1: Um, I, as I, much as I don't want to watch my team, not watch my team. I do like that question. Could you?
0: Yeah. I, I like that one a lot too. Uh, what do, what do you guys out there think? All right, let's, let's look and see, uh, what the, what the faithful out there who've been watching, what question do you guys think was the best question that we got to ask? Um, uh, Let's give it a couple more minutes, like maybe two minutes, to see what the votes are, and then go from there, because I can't even go back and pull those old questions up now, so I can't remember them all. What was another? Um, there was a oh, I know another good one. It was uh, the um, the the love it or hate it, like the the love hate thing. Oh Which yeah, song? the,
1: the signs.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I, I like that one too.
1: The Solomon Thomas one was one I hated too.
0: What'd you say? Solomon Tom. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't stand that.
1: Yeah.
0: Question. I didn't see a leaf blower question.
1: I was just looking back for that. The leaf blower question.
0: <clears throat> I don't see it though. Ryan is an upgrade over Salah. Niners win NFC again. Healthy. Answer my leaf blower question.
1: Tim said it. Sala won't be missed at all. He put on the brakes in the Super Bowl.
0: <clears throat> he did not. The guy retired. He called really good coverage, and it was just a bust. Between some people say it was Ward, some people say it was Mosley, but there was a bust. He called good plays, and they held the shit out of Nick Bosa. Like there's at a certain point, there's not much you can say. You know, or not much. going to let If the refs are going uh, to let the opposing team hold, and I hate making those kind of excuses, but you dialed up the right pressures. Bosa was getting there. They were just clotheslining him. You know what I mean? So.
1: We need to figure out. Uh... All
0: right. So I tell you what, this is what we'll do. People are going to go back and rewatch the show. Type in the answer, guys, in the comments. That's what we'll do. We'll let this sit for. We'll let this sit until our next show okay and then what we'll do is we'll go in what we want guys to do is i see the leaf blower question here Here there
1: it is right there i was going to pull it up
0: we'll we'll answer this question but what we'll do is we want you guys who are watching right now on the rewatch or people who are watching it live go back and comment after the show ends not now after the show ends go back and comment for which question you thought was the best and then we'll announce that winner on our show show on the next show Yeah, okay. So that, that's the one I think uh, – I think that's how we do it. Uh, will Mike buy the leaf blower guy a ticket to sit with him at Santa Clara this season? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. I am I, I. can't believe you guys remember that shit. I tried to avoid that guy at all costs too, man. He still – he was like following me around the parking lot. That was a He passion. was
1: too. That, shit was, that was for the Green Bay game too, right?
0: Yep. So – that's how we're going to determine the winner, guys. Uh, please, please, please. It's 178 people here. Go back. rewatch the show from start to finish. And then just go to the comments. Uh, let us know who you thought had the best question. And we are going to do a giveaway. And we'll let them know how that works. Uh, once we find out the winner, send us a message. And we will reach out to you guys. And then please let us know. Post us, uh, Post it once you receive whatever it is that you're going to get. The giveaway is going to be a really good one. I promise you that. It's a really, really good one. So we need the faithful to get together here and support your fellow people, okay? Uh, we couldn't get to all the questions. We are sorry for that, but that's what happens when you're on a limited time. We can't ever get to all the questions. So, thank you guys so much for checking us out. Nick, any final thoughts?
1: No, man. Super excited. Um, you know, like I said, I just can't wait for football season to get here. Um, but yeah, that's it, pretty much. Enjoy your families. Tell them you love them. And don't take anything for granted. Ever. Cool.
0: I won't touch it. That was beautifully said. I love it. That's exactly it right there, man. So let's get up out of here. Let's go home, man. All right. Thanks for jumping on, Nick, man. I missed you, bro. Good seeing you on here, man. I I know you're working like crazy out there, so it's good to get you in these shows, man. I really appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. That's going to do it. Mike, did you upgrade your cam? No, I'm on my cell phone, believe it or not. (laughs) Yeah. All right. All right. That's going to do it. Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain. But always. The main thing.
1: We out of here. Peace.